Do we really need content and video? Yes, you really need content and video. So, you know, it goes to how do you connect with your existing clients? How do you find new clients? And how do you communicate your business value? Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSB Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. How can video shape and support your organization? How can a compelling story drive greater results? If you're not leveraging the power of storytelling, then you could be at a disadvantage. Stories connect, stories resonate, and they develop loyalty within your clients. Guess what, everybody? Stories sell. Today, we are pleased to be joined by John Fergali, partner at Levitate Media. He's been with the company since 2011 and now serves as their partner. In his current role, he works closely with the sales and marketing team, as well as Levitate's CEO to help grow this organization. Through his work, he's helped to ensure clients receive top-notch video work and amazing production experiences. He's originally from the D.C. metro area, but now makes the Bay Area and California his home. While we mentioned earlier he's working with the marketing, the sales, production divisions, he has a deep understanding of video production and how it can make the difference for your organization. He's going to share some of his experiences with us. He's going to share insight that might support you and what you're going to do in terms of a marketing strategy. But John is here to help our audiences understand the power of stories in video. John, welcome to the program. How are you doing today? Doing great. Appreciate you having me. Excited to, to join. This is Danny. And from time to time, as David and I are asking John questions and learning from him directly, We'll let our audience know who's actually asking the question. So, John, let's start off with your journey. Before we get straight into why storytelling and how video can actually help grow a business and scale a business quicker, let's actually start with your journey. How did you get into this type of industry, this video industry that you're in today? And then how did you grow in your relationship and your role at Levitate Media? Great question. So uh, I'm originally not from the video world. So I have an interesting journey. Um, I graduated college and thought I was going to be a psychologist. Uh, worked a little bit in that field and said, you know what, that is not for me. Uh, so I made a pivot to the nonprofit world, which just made sense for my journey. And I enjoyed what I did, but knew my heart wasn't really in and that really wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, I got a really unique uh, opportunity to join um, two of my oldest friends who are just starting a company. So, you know, networks matter. You know, the people you cultivate in your life, they matter. So I got that phone call one day. Um, to be their first hire as their producer. So they were just getting started. Um, so I was actually the first hire at Levitate as the production manager. So um, one of our partners did the finance and marketing, one did sales, and I worked with the clients and then the producers of our video to get the videos done. 
So I began there, um, did that for a couple of years, was then able to move across to the sales side of the table, working with some of our existing clients because I had such a deep knowledge and base of video and those clients. So made the move over to the sales side, um, then moved uh, to be their general manager, overseeing the different divisions while working with ownership, um, and then moved on to CEO, uh, which was a continuation of that role, um, and then now currently serve as a partner here at Levitate. That's wonderful, John. This is David. And let me say, wow, the first hire and the company's growing like crazy. John, can you speak to how videos and the creation of content that can be not only put on websites, but put in emails embedded in campaigns, how can videos support organizations and target their audience? Because I think so many companies forget that there's incredible power that can come from video content in light of what we've been through as a pan in the pandemic as well. Yeah. Uh, so for starters, everyone's walking around with the phone and the screen in their pocket. So you have the ability to reach people so much with the new technology. Um, but the analogy I like to use is, you know, hey, back in the 90s, website was, you know, do we really need a website? You know, yeah, you really need a website. These days, do we really need content and video? Yes, you really need content and video. So, you know, it goes to how do you connect with your existing clients? How do you find new clients? And how do you communicate your business value? And we believe video is one of the best ways to do that. Um, and, and we video view video just as part of it, of course. You know, video can educate and get to that first conversation with your sales or marketing team. The video has done its job. So we view it as table stakes, um, very much in the way that a website used to be many years ago. That's fantastic. This is Danny. I like how you just really emphasize that. I know for me personally that I, I, I don't know why, but I have about 3,800 emails in my inbox that are unread. I'm just going to be honest about that. And being a, the president of my own company, I get bombarded with thousands of emails a week, maybe even a day. And the ones that I remember, I'll try to put a flag on. There's these rules that we set up within Outlook, but there's some that stand out to me. And the ones that stand out to me, are the ones that I don't actually have to read a long email, it's just the way that you project it. Hey, Danny, here I'm XYZ, da 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 da. I love those little quick blurbs and the quick email. And if it's flashing, it showcases your company. That really stands out to me the most. Yeah. So, of all the projects you worked on, being the first employee and now being a partner of the company, and I'm sure you've done thousands of projects out there to help elevate, and I love the word levitate, uh, elevate a company's profile yeah. by creating these messages to their target audience. What project have you been most particularly proud of? Which one really stands out to you? And I know there's thousands of them. I know all your clients are very important, yeah. but there's got to be at least one that's just like, wow, this was the best one, or wow, this one made the biggest impact, or wow, I put more hours in this one than anyone else. What was one of those projects that stands out to you? Yeah, well, a couple come to mind. We're, we're north of 10,000 videos here over the last decade. Um, before I get to that, I want to touch on something you started with, brevity. Brevity is key. Um, so often we'll have clients come in and say, you know, we want to think about three or four or five minute video. And we're like, oh my God, can we get it to one minute? Maybe 30 seconds. It'll be less expensive to produce and more people will get to the end. So I didn't want to skip over that because that is so true. And we believe in that with our marketing outreach too. Brevity is key. Um, so, but, but from there, we, we worked on a lot of really great projects. One of the ones that come to mind is for a company called Second Life. They're part of Linden Labs. So they build virtual 3D worlds for creators, um, kind of like SimCity for, for those who, who played that back in the day, but all online. So um, we started talking to them around January of 2020. And as we know, the world changed a couple months after that. 
Um, we ended up signing one of our largest ever live productions to do about a week long on site to really bring this creative 3D world um, into video, um, fully casted with characters that you could build from the world. We ended up filming summer of 2020 during the height of COVID. Um, we had you know run-ins with local unions, uh, COVID tests, um, robotic arms to move these people, and um, one of our most extensive ones. And we were really proud of that. It turned out great. Um, and so that's one that I'm really proud of and is really a, a showstopper piece in our catalog. Wow, you talked about just the fact that you're able to excel during a challenging situation. I know so many times we think, how can I actually grow my business? How can I actually grow my brand when there's a pandemic going on or there's a recession or whatever they may be? Your organization was able to get in there, navigate through the hurdles and actually bring out a masterpiece, which is fantastic. Now, one of the things that's great to hear is that the fact that you were able to be in the first hire, now growing the brand and growing your company to a part where you were able to do 10 thousand different videos which is phenomenal yeah. that growth meant you had to actually develop a team build out your team how did you be able to build out that team and build out that culture in a way that allowed it to scale positively because a lot of times we grow really fast but because we don't build out the culture that we want for the team we see a lot of turnover but for your organization you better build out the team the right way build out the culture the right way how are you able to do all those things at the same time keep up with that growth of 10,000 videos to this date? Yeah, um, we, we talk about it a lot. It, it's really important here. Um, for starters, we're 100% remote. And we were 100% remote from when we started. So we used to have to kind of do the dog and pony show. Oh my God, we have an office. It was like pre-WeWork. If someone actually took us up, you know, we're renting a room and you know, I'm walking up with my coffee, you know. Um, so we were always remote. And we've been able to be a little more straightforward within the last couple of years because now it's kind of common. But it's hard to build culture with a remote company. Um, it's really tough. Um, we've never had a brick and mortar. So, you know, I think it starts with um, who you hire. You know, we've been able to leverage our personal network, um, which, which has its challenges as well, hiring people you know. But we've actually had that be probably our most successful way of ramping up. Um, then I think is, you know, doing the right thing and, and, and being a good employer for people. You know, uh, the voiceover artists, you know, who, who are obviously not full-time team members. We've got some voiceover artists who worked with over a decade. You know, we, we foster a good relationship, make sure to feed them work, treat them the right way um, and keep them busy. You know, um, for some of our full team members, you know, we're really proud of our production team. I mean, some of our producers have been here over six years. It's a really set tenured group. And, and I think you do that by you know making things fun, making things different every day. Yes, we work hard, um, but we have a supportive um, environment. The other thing we've tried to do is break down silos. You can easily say, hey, production, go over there in the corner, marketing over there in the corner. And so we've tried to do, you know, simple things with, you know, Slack touches, um, meetings, not too many meetings or meetings just to do meetings, but meetings stay connected, get things done, make decisions um, so that we can create culture within a remote environment. It's amazing. And I'll tell you, even with a, an environment where everybody's going to the same office, it can be very difficult to form that sense of cohesion that you need in order for a production to come through, in order to be able to bring a thought from beginning idea sketch to finished product at the very end. So I love that. And that, that really blows me away to be able to see how you were to break down those silos. Could you talk about your role specifically, John? What are you doing specifically in your role at this time? Because it seems like you've had your hands everywhere. You've had 
the ability to touch every aspect of the organization, even serving as, as its CEO. But you talk about these different components, these different pieces that have to come together. How do you bring the best out of them? And then how do you provide that support to the CEO? Because the right vision that's there, the ability to support growth, the ability to say, hey, I want to feed your creative juices, go for it. But how do you bring the best out of your team? And then how do you provide that support for the current leadership of the company right now? It's tough. Um, I think it's got to start with hiring, having good hiring practices, uh, knowing where to get to the best candidates, um, and then having a good ramp up process, you know, uh, solid training and onboarding, mentor, ongoing mentorship, and something we're doing a lot of now, especially on my side of the house, is a lot of ongoing training. You know, I work with mostly sales reps, and I mean, we're doing role plays. We're doing gong review calls. And it, we're really not just throwing them out there and evaluating. We're testing and um, role playing and getting them really developed. Um, also, making sure they know what the goals and business objectives of their role is. So it's not a secret, the metrics they're being reviewed on. It's public dashboards. You know, One thing we try to do all, always here at Levitate is not have any sort of secret Salesforce numbers. Everything's open. We're a very flat company. There's no secrets. If you put it on the board or you didn't put it on the board. You know, so I think that's really clear that the really transparent environment's key. And then, you know, personally with the, my, with the people that I supervise, I'm never going to ask them to do something that I wouldn't be willing to do myself. And I'm going to roll up my sleeves and get in the weeds with them and help them and know that as I develop each team member, they each need a different approach and response. Some people are going to train and learn well in one way and really connecting with them as a person too. Um, so there's a couple of the things I do for the employees. And then um, being the former CEO, one of my favorite jobs is working with our current CEO, who does Liz Towery, who does a great job. But being to have that experience, to be that sounding board to her, in addition to you know working with our ownership and the sales team in my role. So I wear a bunch of hats, but 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 I love it, and, and it does let me keep my fingers and pulse on, on on the whole company. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Optimize how you spend, save and grow your money with the Millionaire Me app. Millionaire Me was designed to help Gens X, Y, and Z become after-tax millionaires in retirement. Even if you haven't started saving, you can get started. Get all the tools that you'll need in one easy-to-use app to get you toward your goal of retiring as a millionaire. So remember, 
pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Go to the app store, download the app to get started. And even now you could join in their campaign this month entitled the March Forward Savings Challenge. Get started and learn how to become that millionaire. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is David John, and I love that. And I'll tell you what I what I really appreciate about what you shared. You're personalizing the training, the mentorship, the coaching, the needs for your people. But then you said something that was interesting: no secrets. And for our listening audience out there, if you've worked with any organization, there's always things that aren't said. There's always things behind the yeah. scene that when you go in for those one on ones or you go in for those quarterly reviews, it's like, well, Dave, this didn't come out, or Dave, this was wait a second, that wasn't that wasn't established in the beginning. There's nothing there that's hidden. We all know what we're being graded on. We all know what the expectations yeah. are. And I think that helps because you don't have employees that live or work rather in a state of fear or concern that if they don't meet up to those expectations that something's going to happen to their job. And this is why in some ways it's reflected on your culture and why people have been with the organization for so long. I love that. But speaking of experience, John, let me ask you this in terms of your continued work with the incredible organization there at Levitate Media, you guys have been recognized. You have a reputation throughout the media for the work that you've done. I mean, you go to the website, you're going to see all that on there. Uh, from that, which of these, I know my brother asked a question about which of these, it's like ask you what's your favorite child or which is your, your pets are your favorite. Not that, but were there any specific accolades or acknowledgements that are out there that say, hey, this award really meant this to me? Or this helped me to realize that we're on the right track and that we've got to keep going. Was there anything there that you can point to that says this is it? Yeah. Well, I think our, our you know, timing's everything, right? So we we launched around 2009, 2010, right before I came on board as, and we're coming out of you know the downturn or whatever you want to call 2008. And so we were branded as Levitate Media Video for Tech. So um, one of our partners, Matt, our owners, Matt Kendall, comes from that tech background. He saw what we were doing on video and his first word was, y'all are going to make a lot of money. Um, <laughs> and then he really helped focus us on the tech industry because, you know, in those early aughts, there were tons of really innovative companies that didn't all have the big video departments. So I think starting there, we got a really big, good foothold. Um, and the need for professional video was high um, and it's only growing, you know. And so we started there and then being able to start with just animated video and we probably had someone say, hey, do you do testimonials? Of course we do testimonials, you know, and you, you get your first one in the books. And then we expanded to live video. We've expanded to translated video. We've expanded to case studies. So we've really tried to stay in our lane. Also, we're now industry agnostic. So, you know, medical, healthcare, finance, uh, products and business services, uh, manufacturing. So we've gotten into all those industries. So I think that's been key for, for helping us grow. Um, and then the final thing is talent. You know, you got to have top talent from the script writers to the people doing voiceovers, actors, to your editors, your on-site film. We hire best of the best, and we have a really high bar for our clients' work. 
And that's, I think that's led to, to, to some of our best productions. This is Danny. That is phenomenal to see that, first of all, just a synergy from the very beginning, how you guys were able to just go after all this opportunity, but at the same time, how you've kept that same characteristic within the organization today, how you guys are still going after all what I call fast opportunities. Now, when it comes to understanding the, the difference, you said we do all industries. And I know that right now, all industries can benefit off of what you guys are providing. Has there been a time where you sit with the client and they're in a specific industry where nobody in your team, th- you know, I don't know who's going to work in this industry, but all of a sudden it just took off. Was there ever a time you were just surprised on how something took off in a specific industry that you thought maybe it just wouldn't work? That's interesting. That's a good one. I, I think video can work for just about anyone except yep. maybe the corner bodega. Um, uh. You know, pretty much <laughs> anyone needs video. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I can answer it differently. The, the one where we haven't been able to break in is real estate, uh, mm. insurance, maybe dental offices, uh, internal stuff. The one thing where it hasn't really worked is because our videos cost a little bit of money. If yeah. you have an internal initiative, like you want to sell a home, you know, it's gone in 30 days. It's gone in 45 days. So that's been challenging to sell video to industries that just it's internal. It's only good for 30 days, a month or two. Sure. Um, but for any, literally any company that they know their, their product, their service can be at least a year or two long, that's a year or two that you can benefit from that video work. If you look at what's the value of a client to you, and will that video open up 15, 20 new conversations for me that might lead to a client? You can quickly track the ROI and the payback. Um, so I know I didn't answer your question exactly as you asked it, but because but really, I don't know if we've had any clients really outside of the ones I mentioned that we couldn't find a use case for. This is Danny. I, I really appreciate that this thought process that if you're going to want to get another 15, 20 clients, you want to get a little bit more clients, then and if it's a longer strategy opportunity, then definitely video is the way to go. If it's like a short term, you know, one month less turnaround that you need, and that's all you're going to ever, ever do. It may not be the right timing. So yeah. I like to think about our organization and organizations that we have been a part of because of what we do. We do sales training and we do public speaking training that this is a definitely something we need because it is the long tail and the short tail. And at the end of the day, it's that impression that you guys are delivering. So I want to encourage our whole audience today. If you're thinking about the last time you've been impressed, think about what you watched, think about what you've seen. And if that can bring you the eyes that you've been looking for, your ideal client, then make sure you reach out to John, Andrew, or a member of his team, because they will actually help you. And we're going to give you a little insight at the very, very end. John's going to, John has given us a little thing you could do to be able to understand what it's going to cost you. John, real quick, trends. I know people talk about this all the time, but with this post-pandemic that's taking place, what are some of the trends within marketing when it comes to integrating that into their current marketing strategy? Because before pandemic, marketing would have a go-to-market plan. They'll do some advertising. They'll do some social media. But now, in order to capture everything that's taking place, in order to capture those little bit of eyes that you need to look at your product, what have been some of the trends of how to integrate video into the current marketing strategy today that you can see? Great question. Um, Right now, we're seeing a huge boost in live video. So on-site video, whether it's testimonials or company overview videos where we go in and we film the team talking, uh, videos for events. You know, everyone's very eager to get back out again and events are coming back. 
Um, you see it with cost of playing tickets these days, you know, so the return to live video is the first trend and that, that never really went away, but, but tapered off during the pandemic, just logistics. I think the other thing is how AI is going to totally change the game. So that's both in how we produce our videos, um, the tools we use, how my sales team prepares for a sales call and where they get some of that information from. And then as a marketer, how you then take that content and deploy it out with potentially, you know, unique messaging for every prospect, but using some evergreen pieces of content that is good for the whole market to go with them. This is David. And something that's really interesting is besides all the wide variety of content you can create for organizations, you talked about creating content that includes animation. You talked about motion graphics, live videos. Uh, obviously, you may have some specialty in areas of training videos, um, in-house, external, creating content for courses. There's so much you've done there. But I want to ask you something about your mindset. When COVID came around, this health pandemic impacted so many organizations. And unfortunately, a lot of organizations closed and a lot of organizations pulled back. And what they did was they cut the marketing department. They cut the dollars to advertising. And for so many times, Dan and I would look at our clients and say, look, don't cut back on that. That's when yeah. you need to go all in yeah. because when you cut back on it, people can't find you, they can't see you. Put the money back into that. So talk about the way you guys embrace this challenge. How did you go after these organizations? And what was your mindset in all this? Because there had to have been a part of, of you it, thinking that maybe we're going to be impacted in a negative way. So what was your mindset like? And how did you help companies overcome this challenge? It's a really good question. And I got, I got an interesting answer for you. So right when the pandemic, we do a lot of cold email marketing, actually. Okay. And during the pandemic, um, it felt a little off. You know, mm. so we develop a free branded video program. So if someone would do a meeting for us, we'd spin up a version of a video we already created with their logo. And the first one was a mission statement video. Doesn't everyone company need a mission statement? So we would spin up uh, complimentary mission statement videos with our prospects logo and their mission just for doing a call with us. So that was the first way we navigated. And then we did that one to, to get our, you know, to get potential opportunities, but also to help people because video is what we could do to help them. So that's one thing we rolled out during the pandemic. Um, and you're totally right. You know, you should not pull back on marketing during disruptions like that. Um, it, it feels like the first place to cut, but it's completely the wrong move. If you are more desperate for potential sales, why stop your advertising? This is Danny. You said something that David and I tell our partners all the time and tell the customers that we work with. It's the mindset. Yeah. You, that's why I think you went from being the first employee to being the, to being the CEO, to being a partner, and now collaborating with the CEO. And that's the reason why I believe your organization has been able to grow at the phenomenal rate that it's at today is because of that mindset. It's that mindset that we're trying to help our clients understand. It's that mindset where we say, do not shrink back. You need to push forward. That's a valuable lesson to learn. That is a valuable lesson to learn, which I really appreciate. And as you guys are going through this whole process, John, I'm, I'm assuming you weren't always like the the, the star, the captain of the team, you weren't always in front. I'm sure throughout this whole process, you've had to grow as well as certain areas of your own life. And you had to get out of your own comfort zone in order yeah. to help yourself grow professionally. Because as Dave said earlier, you had every, every role in that organization, you wore all those hats. How did you physically, emotionally, mentally, how did you get out of that comfort zone so that you can grow professionally? Because we have a lot of people in our audience a lot of the members of our audience are in the organization. A lot of entrepreneurs and leaders, they're going to be a time where they're uncomfortable doing the things they know they need to do. How did you get out of your comfort zone 
to grow professionally? Because I think we need to get some of that insight. I love that. And, and, and I take that to heart. I had a good, good friend in my college days that always pushed me to get out of my comfort zone. You know, it's one of those things like, you're going to feel this in two weeks. If not, you know, give it a go. Um, you know, uh, take bull bets, um, make calculated risks, learn from it. Um, I think you've got you've to gotta see where you want to go. For, for where I'm in my role, I'm focused on adding value to customers. So everything we're focused on, do we solve a pain point or do we help them achieve a business result? And keeping that uh, in, in a you know, video producing world where we're a vendor for our customers, you know, not something they pay for every month, we got to continue to keep up with their needs, living campaign to campaign with them. So I'm always looking to come in the door of how can I help solve your pain point or achieve your business goal and stay sticky with, with our clients. And I think that type of mindset um, and learning and being focused on someone else's uh, of growth um, really has helped us get where we want to go. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. John, this is David, and I'm telling you, I'm getting so many nuggets out of this. I love it. Even when you talk about the stickiness factor, it's about how can we keep in touch with our clients? How can we keep in the front of their mind that the ROI we're bringing, the ability to say, hey, this is making a difference to your organization. I love that. And that's what's so important. Sometimes we're thinking, oh, we got to upsell. We got to upsell. No, no. You just got to stay in the in the zone, in the moment. You got to yeah. stay in the front of mind so that when you are in that right position, they're going to say, hey, We've seen Levitate's work. We've seen what they've done for our organization. We've got to keep going with it. I love that. So I've got to ask a personal question because as a public speaking coach and someone who loves to look at storytelling and why it's so important in business, we can forget that storytelling is so important for organizations. What is the story we're telling? Do we need to rebrand? Do we need to make a shift to make sure that the story is still consistent? And the stories aren't for us. I mean, I think people think videos we, we make them for us. No, you don't make the videos for you. You make them for your clients. Yeah. What do you personally love, John, about storytelling? What do you love about the work of producing this type of content for your clients? That's a great question. And that's really important in our work. Um, when we start any project with a client, one of the first questions I'm going to ask after when do you need this by is what's your goal of this project? And once we know the business goal, 
What message do you want to put in the mind of the end user that's going to watch it that's going to help achieve your business goal? You know, maybe that's, hey, you have this pain point. Our product solves that pain point. Let's talk. So the storyline is showing the pain and letting the product be the hero. You know, sometimes it's more of a company overview. This is who we're about. This is, and so being able to tell that story, one, so it can serve as a piece that our client's proud of, but two, so it can have a business outcome. So their customer, their prospect can look at it, see you help solve a problem or you help me uh, achieve a business goal. We need to talk to these guys. And so that's what I always, always coming from a business perspective. Um, you know, we're, we're not making movies, you know, like Martin Scorsese, you know, we want to have a goal to that. And we want our clients to be able to tie their business outcomes to the work that we've done um, while telling stories. That's awesome, John. Uh, what I want to ask you as a follow-up here, because it's so important that we understand that we tell the right story and we do it in such a way that it resonates with the audience or resonates with our clients. When I was visiting London, I've been over there a few times. When you go over to London and what was interesting for me as an American is I went to the movie theater with my friends from London and we were watching a movie and I'm thinking to myself, okay, we'll show what we show up. The movie will start. We might have one or two previews and that's the movie. Nope. You get there. It's packed. People are early. They were there 30 minutes before the movie and it was all commercials. And wow. I'm sitting there going, why do I want to watch commercials for 30 minutes and previews for another yeah. 15 minutes before the movie? And that's just a part of the culture. And what, what I've learned a little bit about marketing over there is that you, you keep embedding in the mind of people that are interested in, say, Coca-Cola or interested in some type of product. And you're seeing this visual image over and over again. It's that same story that's being told. And it resonates with them. And so when they're at the end of the movie, they're thinking to themselves, man, I really want a Coke. You know, And, and yeah, something's right. there. And I think that's what part of your work is, is bringing out that image is bringing out that message to say, hey, I really want to work with you. I really want to, to hire you or to work with that organization because of this. So I love that. I, I want to ask you from someone who's been in this industry for so long now, they, these millennials, these young people that are coming into the world, they, they're working with VR, they're working with AI tools, they're trying to integrate everything into what they're doing. Now they want to just use their phones for it. And my phone is so powerful. It's better than the old cameras you used to use. And they're doing all yeah. these different things, all these different tricks, all these different tools. But do you have any advice for younger, aspiring leaders that say, hey, I, I'm interested in this industry. I, I really want to maybe look at Levitate and say, could I do voiceover work for John? Or could I come in and write scripts? Or how do I get involved in this? What, what would be some of your advice for leaders that want to get involved in this industry? A great question. Um, the great news is there's a lot of ways to get involved. You know, a lot of people are doing it themselves as, you know, creators and, you know, aspiring influencers, you know, kind of DIY and building up their following like that. A lot are taking the traditional route of uh, either joining large media companies or strong, small startups. Um, focus on the value you're adding to the customer and the niche you fill. You know, are you a storyteller by heart? Are you a tinkerer by heart? You know, are you great at the on-site technical capture, but maybe you don't tell a great story? Well, find your niche, you know, and, and get some experience. Make sure you really like doing the work. You know, that's what I would start there. Um, and then just staying up on trends, you know, not fighting the wave. Um, you know, if you look at the old Avid Studios, now I'm really dating myself, you know, when you really go back to where it is now, what Adobe After Effects have able to democratize the, the creative space where anyone with a couple hundred dollars can get Adobe Creative Cloud and produce literally anything, um, it's amazing. So, so sw swim with the wave and uh, really focus on what you like to do that adds business value. This is Danny. What I hear John says that, 
And then they just get this great. Anyone, you can have a passion for storytelling. If you're the person in the room where everybody wants to be around you because you tell great stories, you have an opportunity to be in this. If you're an individual who can, likes to tinker in the background, figure out how things work, you have an opportunity. If you have a person who loves cinematography and video and all that other stuff, you have an opportunity. So basically, at the end of the day, you have an opportunity. And how fast John is building out his team and how fast he's growing, you have an opportunity not just to make a career for yourself, but the ability to impact a customer. And when John says, look, we're not just here just to create videos. We're here to solve a pain point for that business or to meet that objective that that business may have. And at the end of the day, if that's going to help that business grow and scale, I know that John and his team is really excited about that. Now, we always talk about business. We always talk about sales. We always talk about marketing, which is very important to me. But what's also important to me is what do you do when you're not working? I mean, John, you built this company uh, by being uh, the first employee all the way up to being the CEO and now being a partner in the organization and working in collaboration with the CEO to continue to scale past 10,000 videos. But besides all that, I'm sure you got to do something for fun. So tell us, what do you do for fun? What is some of your passions outside of work so that our people know that, you know, he's not a robot. He does have a personal life. He does have some work-life balance. So John, tell us, what do you do when you're not being busy creating content and videos for organizations today? Yeah, well, I like to say, you got to find some way to fill up the cup. So, you know, it can't just all be work. Um, and it's a whole yin-yang of stuff. You know, something wouldn't be good unless you knew what the bad was. So, you know, I, I love uh, I love what I do. I work hard, work, work long hours. And when I'm not working, I try to really focus on my family. I'm lucky to have a beautiful wife and a four-year-old. Um, I love exercising. I'm a huge bike rider. Um, that is my Friday escape. Get out for a good 10-mile ride. Let all the work week fly off me. Get into the weekend. Um, big basketball fan. Um, watch the uh, the Pistons beat the Lakers back in 04, and I was a lifelong basketball addict. So I play pickup basketball, um, try to catch a couple games a year, um, and then just get outside. You know, one thing that's getting talked about a lot, and, and I don't want to get us off track, is third places. You got your home, you got your work. What are your third places? So, so getting out to the community, whether it's seeing some music, seeing a movie, getting on the ball court, and just being out in the community with people and, and enjoying myself. This is Danny. That's fantastic. You said a couple of things. I mean, the NBA finals are going on at this moment when you think about the playoffs and you brought up uh, the fact that back in the day, there was this team that uh, nobody really wanted to play with because you, you would be bruised when you played them, right? They call them the bad boy Pistons back in the day. And they, they were amazing. They were amazing. And it's just my personal opinion as it was getting older, somebody else in another organization uh, called Chicago was able to take over and yeah. start winning. But I think it's just because the team was getting older. That wasn't necessarily because the team was better. But that's another story. We won't go down that path. The fact that you do a lot of biking, people don't realize, hey, when you're a business leader and you're an entrepreneur and you're growing your practice, you need some form of exercise or some form of what we call fun with your family to take your mind off of business. But what you're actually doing, you're actually going to be able to be more productive running your organization when you take these what we call hobbies and you actually make it a priority. So thank you, John, for saying that. I want to let our audience know, look, Video is a fantastic way to strengthen your brand. It's a great way to communicate your value, and it's a great way to connect with your clients. Levitate Media believes in the power of video. They have a great creative team. They've helped thousands of companies. They've actually created up to 10,000 videos at this moment, and they create excitement about your products and about your services through live and animated video. Look, if you want a animation video created they can do that if you want to know the real you 
and people buy you first before they buy your product. John's team will come in and they will film your team working because at the end of the day, we want to buy you and then we buy your product. And that's very important. John, we want to thank you for joining our Twins Talk uh, podcast today because really at the end of the day, our audience needs to know that you can levitate yourself by using Levitate Media. And when you levitate yourself and you levitate your brand, your audience will see it, the eyes will be on it, and then you get one leg up over someone else. Now you say, Danny, David, John, I can't afford video. It's too expensive. Well, good news for you. John and his team created a pricing calculator. You can go to levitatemedia.com slash video hyphen pricing. If you go to levitatemedia.com, you can actually click on it Talk about what you want to do, what's important to you. Go through a series of what I call call to action prompts. It will give you the price so that you know how much working with John's company will be. And when I'm excited about one of John's employees that he hired, uh, worked with me in the past. And he is creating templates so that our community can have quick go-to-market opportunities and create a video on the fly that they can actually push out right away. It doesn't have to take three months to create a video. It doesn't have to take three months to write a whole script and everything ready to go. He's working on something that can help you today. So don't wait. When there are these layoffs that are taking place at this moment with these big tech companies and everything that's going on, don't shrink back. Jump on board. Do not shrink back. Take an opportunity to grow and let Levitate Media grow with you and your organization. Hey, John, thank you so very much for joining us today. We're so excited for our audience to go on your website and actually create that opportunity to levitate their company through Levitate Media. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Thank you for having me, Danny and David. It's been great. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.